0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today, I got a special episode. This is something that I've been sitting on for a little while. Uh, this individual that I'm going to interview today, we've had this discussion for quite some time, and I've wanted to get her on to get her insight. Uh, and it's just going to be a lot of a great conversation. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So, today, I actually have my youngest daughter. Sydney Wilson with us today and if you caught earlier in the releases I don't remember exactly which episode it was I actually interviewed her sister which is my uh, middle child Adrian in an episode a uh, few months back so obviously if I can find that in the in the archives I'll put a link to that episode as well if you want to kind of hear and contrast the two different sisters and what they think and how they how they are what they' are uh, what they, their perceived life is, you know, around myself and everything else like that. But anyways, I'm excited to have Sid Joe on here with us. We're going to dive into, uh, some mindset things. Uh, some of the things that I've been really working with Sid Joe, uh, for quite some time. She is, uh, 22 now 22. Yeah. So she's out of the house and doing really, really well. She's doing, uh, better than I would have ever have hoped for her at this point. I'm excited for her to come on and share with you those things as well. But as she was kind of moving through middle school and into high school, that was about the same time that I was kind of learning a lot of the mindset things myself. And so I was trying to internalize them for me, but then I was trying to share them with her as well. And so I was almost, and this might sound a little weird, but I was kind of using her as like a little guinea pig. I was trying to see if, if what I was learning was actually... Legit, like if it meant, you know what I mean. If it could be used in a in a younger form, meaning, you know, by the time I had figured out what uh, the things I've learned and the things I share, even here on the podcast, I was forty at least. You know what I mean. So I was getting into my forties, whereas when I was sharing this information with her, she was definitely in her early teens. And so it's been fun to watch her grow, not only as a an adult, but as a young lady, and actually out there in the real world trying to. uh Kick butt and take names. So, without me keep babbling and keep going on. Let's let's bring Sydjo onto the show. Sydney, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah. So this will be your first podcast episode, and I told you just relax. This this is what we do, right? It's no <laughs> nothing major. I just want to have a conversation. I'm always curious what you think, what you're observations are what's going on out there in the world and everything like that. But I kinda of gave everybody kind of a high level about you and just basic tadbits or tidbits of information. Why don't you tell a little everybody a little bit about yourself? Obviously where we're from maybe. Obviously we mentioned your age already, but yeah, a little bit about you.
1: Um I'll say I don't really know what else to say. I'm twenty two, uh from east side of Indianapolis. Grew up there basically my entire life. Uh, it's pretty much all I know. Um, like you said, I've been out of the house. I've actually been out of the house since I was nineteen. So I, I learned to grow up at a pretty younger age than what most people do.
0: I want to go on the record and say it's not that your mom and I kicked you out.
1: No, not okay. at all. Okay. I make, was just want to
0: make sure that it wasn't. <laughs> it was. It was a cho a choice. It, it wasn't was, something that mom and I decided. Yeah, well let's just kick Sid Joe out at nineteen. It was
1: a personal choice because we were testing to see if I could handled being on my own at that age because at that point was when I was thinking about moving out of state and so we were just we was like a trial run to live down the street from you guys and worked out but I'm still not out of state but I'm living on my own so pretty good and then I don't know I mean I work I've gotten myself to a point where I work two jobs, but I'm also still happy with my life, so I'm able to do whatever I want. Like right now, who else can be 22 working two jobs and just randomly one night your dad asks you, you want to come on vacation with us? Yeah, let's go. And now I'm in Florida with you guys for a week. So,
0: Yeah, so if this audio, I'm not sure exactly how the audio quality will come out on this episode. Hopefully it will come out well. I'm actually working with my, my travel microphones here. So hopefully the audio will be good. But if it isn't by chance, and if you can tell the difference, it's yeah we're we're off site. We're not at my my home location where I normally record the episodes. Uh, we're actually down in uh, Indian Rocks is actually we're technically where we are, but just right out of St. Pete, Clearwater, Tampa Bay area. Uh, and actually, if you're listening to this in real time, uh, the rest of the country is experiencing a very cold snap <laughs> and a very cold spell, which you know I I couldn't have predicted that. Months ago, when we chose to come down here at this time, but it, obviously I'm not going to complain that it's 60s, you know, maybe <laughs> low 70s right now, and and we've had rain and it's cloudy, but it's not been sun, you know, the sunny Florida if you can imagine. But at the same time, yeah, I'm not complaining that it's not. I think we just heard from Adrian. We were just talking to her out there. Negative 11, 20. And, negative 20 wind chill back home in Indiana. So
1: all of my friends at work had a negative 35 last night.
0: Well, speaking of that, let's get into <laughs> that. So work right now is what for you?
1: So. My main job, my uh, full time job, I guess you would say, is uh, I work for FedEx Express at the airport. Um, I am I actually just got a promotion up to team lead, so I've been working really hard. I've been there for about a year and a half now, um, but I work night shift, which is where, as you mentioned, you've been working with me on like my mental and being happy and. Uh, trying to keep myself up because working nights can get pretty lonely and you can get in your head very quickly and you can get very sad. Um, and it, and it and that hit me right about this time last year. So I was only working there for about six months and then it was like, ooh, night shift is rough. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then uh, come about six months later, mid-summer I would say, uh, my ramp agent actually came up to me just one night, random, helping with a flight, and they're like, do you want to come out to the ramp and work? And I said, yep, took them up on it. About three months later, I was on their team. About three months after that, I become a team lead. So it was pretty awesome to see that. And if I wasn't in a good mental spot about mid-summer, I probably wouldn't have even been there anymore. So.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So you've done so good at that and so I've always been so proud of you of how you've come through different adversities in your life. So speaking of adversities, you were part of that young group that were you literally were graduating through the pandemic. Mhm. Yeah, so let's let's kind of dive <laughs> into that a little bit as far as kind of what your mindset was back then, kind of where you've come, maybe you know some words of advice for some younger folks out there that might have gone through some similar situations just like what what year were you what year did you graduate from high school and kind of just just talk about that a little bit
1: so i always joke around saying that i graduated high school 3 months early um, because we actually my last day of school was march 12th 2020 i march 12th was my last day ever seeing any of my friends ever seeing any of my teachers anything like that. Last day of track practice, the week before. Uh, this is where like my m- most mental challenge at that age was uh, because I had just qualified for indoor state for track. And I was two weeks later supposed to be competing. We were ranked fifth in the state. We're supposed to medal everything else. Even possibly if we got third, we could qualify for indoor nationals. Finding all that out, super exciting on a super high, super excited to go into practice. And then Thursday, March 12th, I came inside from practice, was in the trainer's room because I had hurt my wrist long jumping, and then got an email, me and one of my friends were in there using the heating pads. We got an email looking uh, and it said, school's canceled for March 13th. We'll see you back on Monday. Because a kid had tested positive for COVID. And then come that Monday, school's canceled until May 1st. We'll see you back on May 1st. Come that following Thursday, there is no more school. School is canceled. You will not be returning. Hope you guys have a great summer. So for me... I was like, well, what does that mean? Because I was dead set on track. I was getting looked at by schools. I wasn't actually planning on going to schools. But it was still the fact that in my head, it meant I was good at something. And when all that ended, I didn't know what I was good at. I became super lost. You know very well I became in my head Not depressed, but not happy. Always in my room, didn't know what to do with my life. Tried to work on my photography a little bit, but couldn't get myself out of this bubble that I was just like, everything's against me. I had all of everything lined up perfectly, and then it just came crashing down. And then I was in this bubble for a good, I want to say, almost three to four months. It was about June. June, July is when I was like, this is okay. I can move on with life now. High school's over. Got to figure out what's next. So, and then I sat down and thought about what I really wanted to do. Thought that was going to be graphic design. Thought I was going to go design shirts and printing because that's what I studied back in high school same with photography and then i got into a shop wasn't excuse me wasn't quite exactly what i expected it to be and so i had fallen out of love with it same with my photography so i became lost again and then i went job to job up until i was up until i was about 20 and then um my brother riley uh has kind of helped show me a few different ways of how to work. And he actually led me to FedEx. And I say all the time, I miss being awake during the day and seeing daylight, but I've never been happier with the where I'm working right now. So I don't know what else to...
0: No, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so you made the comment, and I want to just kind of re, you know, go back a little bit with mm-hmm. what you said. You said that back in that, I think it was when you were coming out of high school, that you were in your head can you can we unpack that a little bit because with the rich mind podcast and this is kind of what we and I, you and i talk about all the time right the mindset and the i get stuck in my head as well mm-hmm. i will tell you that i was probably stuck in my head even just earlier today so it's like as i catch myself doing it i'm able to get myself out of it faster but if you don't realize that you're doing it that's the hard part right so you mm-hmm. can get stuck there right stuck in your head the voices the doubt, the fears, the worries, all of the stuff. I could just call it stuff. I don't even know what else to call mm-hmm. it. Just the stuff that you and I, Sydney, you and I, and then anyone else listening, right? I think we all suffer from it. But at the same time, it's trying to figure out, and that's the communication, that's what I want to try to bring through the podcast. Is like try to verbalize what that is to you the best that you possibly can. That way, if someone's listening, it's like, yeah, that, exactly. Well,
1: what, what, I, what was going through my head? Yeah,
0: just kind of just like when you said you were stuck in your head. What? What did that mean? What did that, what did that feel like? And then maybe what did you work towards to get yourself out of that "quote unquote" stuck feeling?
1: Um. So back in high school, right when COVID had hit and everything was canceled, um, I all through school, I, like you've told me since ever since growing up, that I was super good at sports. I was the athlete of the family. So, to me without having any sports I wasn't good enough to do anything else I didn't know anything else all I knew was being competitive and so through this time of being stuck in my head it was trying to figure out well what am I good at now because I didn't have anything to be good at anymore um so I that's where the stuck in my head came from was the well how do I prove that I am just as good as my siblings, and that I am just as smart as my siblings, because I wasn't the smartest kid in school. I have a few learning disorders, so reading, writing, that kind of stuff just wasn't my forte.
0: Which we've talked about it, that I've had, and I've talked about it many times on the podcast, right? It's Mm -hmm. very similar. That's where you and I are very similar, Annette, that ability to read real well the ability to comprehend certain things really well it's mm-hmm. always it's always been a challenge for me and, it, and you unfortunately picked that up <laughs> obviously from me because your mom isn't that way and neither no. are your siblings but yeah i i totally get that
1: yeah so that's where the me trying to figure out okay everyone says that i'm a good kid that i'm good at stuff but i don't feel like i'm good at that stuff like i can't pick up a book and read it in a few days like my siblings can So it became a how can I get good at something but at the same time make it my own thing? Because I don't want to do the same thing that my brother's doing. I don't want to do CrossFit all day, every day, and be a trainer. I don't want to do what my sister's doing. And that's just, she's... An awesome sister like (laughs) I couldn't ask for any better siblings to look up to but at the same time at that age I was catching myself comparing myself to them for the longest time especially my brother he he set the tone for track cross country school like every adult that I've ever come in contact with that knew my brother be, oh, you're Riley's little sister. You're not... It's never a, oh, you're Sydney. You're related to Riley. No, it's a, oh, you're Riley's little sister. Or it was always, oh, you're one of those Wilson kids. (laughs) Which isn't a bad thing. (laughs) It's just one of those things that's like, being the youngest, you're always just trying to figure out a way to prove yourself that you aren't like your siblings, and that you aren't in a group, that you are an individual. And so, that's what I've been trying to work on ever since, um, coming out of high school, was, who am I gonna be? How can I become Sydney Joe, not Adrian's little sister, or Riley's little sister, or just, just one of the Wilson kids? How am I gonna make people be like, that's Sydney, and she is the sister of Riley and, and Riley of Adrian or make it turn into, oh, you're Riley, Sydney's older brother <laughs> or Adrian, Sydney's older sister. Try to flip it that way. That's what I've been trying to figure out ever since I was 16 and you were trying to get us into these bigger rooms with these bigger names that how am I going to come across that you aren't just one of them? you are the one of them. And so that's where going back to like being stuck in my head. I had to get myself to think how can you change how people are thinking about you to be better but also getting your help getting yourself excuse me getting yourself to prove to you and just be happy. And it's just been a complete 180 from what I was in high school. Um, The person I am today, I tell people all the time, if you met me five years ago, you would have met a completely different person. I am not the same person as I was even a year ago. A year ago, I didn't have it figured out. I still don't have it figured out. But I can definitely say I'm happier now than I was about a year and a half ago.
0: So, and I would agree that I can see that, right? obviously I've known you all this mm-hmm. entire time. So can you contribute that happiness or that feeling of starting to feel like you're figuring it out a little bit? Is there any one thing or any is there anything you did that kind of helped you get to where you were at today as far as in that mindset, please?
1: mm. I guess, finally, having kind of my own thing going, because, like I mentioned, I followed my brother to a few different jobs, and so, at those jobs, it was still in our small town, so everyone still knew me as Riley's little sister, because my brother always worked there first, and then I would follow him. So, when I went to FedEx. Granted, yes, he was my ref- he was my reference, but we were put on opposite shifts, different teams, so I was able to develop my own relationships at work and uh meet completely different people uh and just have people finally I haven't heard your Riley's little sister in about a year, <laughs> and it's like the best thing ever, and and it's so
0: and it's not because you dislike your brother, no, it's just as like you finally feel like you're stepping out and being your own woman or being a yeah. person. Mm-hmm. that's cool.
1: So it was just finally figuring out maybe it's not a long term thing to be working here, but it's something that's my own. And it's just something that I've had to think about very deeply of uh, making sure that I am trying to keep a positive mindset because, like I said, working nights is very, well, it's dark. And with me being out at the airport, it's very cold (laughs) and you get in a very bad mindset very quickly. If of the, I don't want to be here, everything just is terrible, nothing's working out. Um, and so I have to flip it to, okay, ten nights going to suck, but we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done right. And it's more of a flipping a mindset of, oh my God, this isn't going to go right everything is going to be terrible to uh okay we got this our numbers might be pretty bad but we can do this now and just having a completely different mindset like that for work and then being able to come home and say Look what I did tonight to my parents and to my siblings. And they're just like, what the heck are you talking about? I'm (laughs) like, I got my own cool thing going on. I'm excited about it. So,
0: well, you are. And that's where I've expressed to you in person, right? But I'll express to you here publicly as well, right? How proud I am, and I'm sure your mom as well, but how you have taken ownership of this new role. You've mentioned it a couple of times that Riley kind of helped you get in the door, right? He kind of opened the doorway. He he started there first. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it, it you originally were going to be working on his team, mm-hmm. which th- you at that moment wanted that. But now that that didn't happen, I would venture to believe that that's probably a good thing that it didn't because it allowed you then to begin spreading your own wings and become who you are, right? You wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to get to where you are in your current position had you been kind of stuck with wanting and, and needing to be with your brother mm-hmm. all the time and you're realizing that you actually can and from I I'm the oldest of my family right now I've got a younger brother and, and I know your mom is the oldest as well so mm-hmm. for us to be able to understand coming from your standpoint being the youngest it's been I'll be honest, from your mom and I standpoint, because we've talked about it in the past, it's been a a challenge sometimes because we don't quite grasp. We've always had the younger, mom had sisters and I had a brother, but we've always had the younger siblings looking up to us, or at least you know, feeling like we did. Mm -hmm. We've never had the, I've looked up to different cousins and things, but not siblings. So for you to go through that, but now to see you come through, it's as you mentioned, you just recently received a promotion and- You did that, Mm -hmm. meaning it's your effort and your abilities and your everything that you're doing on your own has gotten you to be able to do this right now, which is like, as your your dad and as your cheerleader, that's like super cool, sweetheart. So I'm super proud of you. That's awesome.
1: Thank you. I'm working really hard. I know you are.
0: (laughs) So you are, once again, and we've said this already a time or two, that you're very similar to me. Back in my retail days, and I don't know if I've shared this with you or not, but it's very similar to what you're going through at FedEx. It was very even though the days were different, they were very similar. Meaning it was like you had tasks, you had certain things you had to get done. Mm-hmm. And if you could get those things done in a timely manner in a in a in a good in a good way, right? You had to produce quality as well. You couldn't just do junk, mm-hmm. right? you were noticed and you were moved on relatively quickly back in my retail days. I moved up the the chain pretty quickly when I decided I was going to go for it. And I don't wish to go back to those retail days, but I refer to them all the time. I learned so much about myself, mm-hmm. how to manage and lead people. I would even say how to manage and lead the family, right? I mean, you, you have to learn and think, think through life differently when you're leading other people, and I guess the point I'm trying to make with that is this: in this position that you're in now, I see you thriving because it's a very similar, meaning you have a task, you go, It yours is probably more physical than my task was, <laughs> but at the same time, you have a task, you complete the task, and if you get the task done well, then obviously then you're, you're taken care of is with opportunities, and obviously then you're not going to be getting in trouble or any of those types yeah. of things, so good for you. Because I think that you will do well in that environment, and that's that's super cool. So let's switch gears a little bit. I appreciate you sharing that about the job, but I just to you made a comment, and I really want to touch base on this because I really believe that it's been a big development for you and your sisters, brothers and sisters, right? Getting you guys into bigger rooms or different rooms, right? Meeting people outside of our little bubble, little circle of life, right? five-mile town. Yeah, well, you know, and people listening, and and this is nothing against any of those folks Mm -mm. if they're listening, right? It's just a matter of, I didn't know these things growing up, and so I wasn't really exposed to outside influences. Understanding this country and this world is, is huge, and I haven't been around the world, but I've been in several different places around the country, and I know people from all over the country, even outside the country in a couple of places, but talk about how... Because you start, we started that with you probably when you were in high school, late high school, about sixteen. Okay, so we started to go to different meetings and conferences, and you started to meet uh, not only adults but then kids, peers of your mm-hmm. age. Talk about that a little bit.
1: So about, like I said, about sixteen, you were starting to teach me and talk to me about. Uh, Meeting different people and getting their perspectives and how they do business and everything. Um, and then you were always trying to get me to read, but I don't read, so I listened. <laughs> and I
0: don't read either, so that's okay. <laughs> I always wanted you to, but we realized that that wasn't what we do, is it? Yeah. No. Anyway, so I, I give you a pass. You're good.
1: Um, but I still listened, and uh, you've said for the longest time that when you talk, I'm the one of the three of us that will listen, Riley and Adrian will read, but I'm the one that listens. Um, but so ever since about 16, when you were teaching me what you're learning, uh, I was starting to figure out, okay, so working my entire life is not what I want to do. Working for someone else is not what I want to do. Um, and then try to work on that for a few years, but not, really until after high school. Um, And that's about the point of my mental flip of, okay, I need to start figuring stuff out. Uh, Because not 2020, the next June is when you took us to Belize for the first time. And that was my first conference with bigger, higher up people than I am and uh, getting to meet people my age that were wanting to become investors and owning their own businesses and running everything themselves. Um, And then we're also in this group meeting adults that are doing, working for themselves, being able to go on vacation whenever, wherever they want. Any time of year. And then, uh, so it became an inspiration of, okay, I wanna do that too. So ever since then, it's been a focus of trying to figure out, okay, how am I gonna become not necessarily an investor, but running my own business? Because I've tried it a few times. I've tried it with my photography, tried it a little bit with graphic design. But what interests me the most from meeting these people was the real estate side. And so, um, I've stayed in contact with a few of the younger kids that I've met. Uh, and some of them are now some of my closest friends. I still talk to them maybe once every two weeks and we just catch up real quick and then on our, on with our day we go, but, um we've been trying to communicate okay this is what's going on today what are we expecting to happen in the next six months how are you guys doing with getting your investments and then like we kind of like run numbers back and forth with each other um but then we're also we all go to different conferences here and there so like some of my friends were just in vegas some of my friends are in Texas and going to another one here in a few months. And then uh, another five or six of my friends are going back to Belize this summer. So it's like a, even though I'm not there, we're still communicating what we learned and then teaching each other and then showing each other, hey, this is what we can do instead. Let's try this and then like run numbers again. But it's like all practice so we're practicing and not actually like going for it because we aren't quite there to go for it yet um but then I have these adults that are in my life like I have you and mom but I have uh your guys' friends too like I can reach out I can just text and be like hey I found this property can you guys tell me what you think because you're from that area and then they'll tell me yay or nay And then it's a learning curve for me most of the time. And then uh, I always ask you guys um, what's next. Have you guys heard anything? And try to figure out what the next move is to get into the next big room. So.
0: So it's been been good. Would Mm -hmm. you agree that it's been, might've been challenging at first, right? To show up and to participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about that a little bit.
1: So the first trip to Belize that we took in 2021, we got there and I was... I've always been like a super bubbly person, but you put me in a big room, I'll sit in the corner, I'll be quiet the whole time. <laughs> it took me a good four or five days to actually like start talking to these people um, and opening up, so... It was good, and ever since then, like, I will check your guys' feeds and everything, they'll be like, uh, how's the family going? How are the kids? And so it's been a really fun experience getting to know all these people, and then just being able to reach out to them is pretty neat.
0: So just getting out of the little bubble, the little circle, right, mm-hmm. that you're kind of stuck in would be a suggestion, I think. I have a I have that for a lot of adults. Would you say the same thing for younger folks as well, as much as they possibly can?
1: To get in these rooms, Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, Even though you aren't necessarily going to leave, like you aren't going to leave that conference and next week you're going to be buying your first thing. No. I mean, it's been three years since this conference and I still have yet to get my first property.
0: But (laughs) I will say that even just a day or two ago, you were just, so we're in a condo here Mm -hmm. in Florida and you were pulling up, condos you're like well look at this and we'll look at that and we don't need to get into the details, <laughs> but it's you're still thinking about it and you're still talking about it you yeah. actually are running the numbers and trying to figure out the debt piece and then mm-hmm. figure out there's different facets of it that we don't need to get <laughs> here in this uh, episode but at the same time you're, you're still actively going through the processes even though you haven't necessarily taken the 100% action at this mm-hmm. point.
1: I go basically as far as I can without getting banks involved and in reaching out to the owners. <laughs> I run the numbers. I look, I will look, like, look at and pinpoint exactly on the map where it's at, look at surrounding areas, look at, um, like, if there's any places to go and see, visit, anything that be entertaining around these areas that would make uh, younger families want to go to, especially with kids. And then location. Location is key. So it's one of those things that I'm just like, I get excited to think about. Because um, going back to when I said I was thinking about moving out of state, I was thinking about going to moving to Gulf Shores, Alabama. And so that's what I was looking at earlier this week was I pulled up, I think it was like 15, 20 different condos right along the beach from Orange Beach down to Fort Morgan of Alabama. And I was I was asking you guys, hey, you guys want to yeah, do that? You hey, you guys want to do that?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom and Dad, you got any money? Hey, Mom and Dad, can I have X, Y, Z?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we had that kind of, that was funny. But the point is that you're still actively doing that, and that's so much fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, starting to bring this in a little bit for a landing. Mm-hmm. So, let's, what's next? Where do you see yourself? It sounds like you've come from transition from being through the world of of uh, the pandemic, right? Of Uncertainty. I know when I left high school, I was uncertain as well. I had no idea. And I'm still trying to figure it out, to be quite Mm -hmm. honest with you. Uh, But at the same time, I've tried to equip you and your brothers and your sister with the ability to hopefully figure it out sooner than what I am. But so through the pandemic, a little uncertainty, started to pivot a little bit, found your footing with some things for yourself with this new position, starting to realize that, yeah, I don't need my brother my sister as much as i once thought it's not that you don't love them because i know that you do cuz you talk to them all the time mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of you don't need them it's like you don't need permission for them for you to step forward i
1: don't need my hand held everywhere you don't
0: need their help so that's kind of where we're up to now today and obviously you're then you're working with through some ideas with some investments and stuff but what else what do you see yourself let's say in the next so you're 22 now this is 20 early 2024 where do you see yourself for the next 12, 24 months, going into, uh, you know, going into the next phase of your life?
1: Mm, I would say in the next twenty, twenty four months, or twelve to twenty four months, uh, I'm wanting to, because I've been working on it so much, is to have that first property by my twenty third birthday. Mm. So November eighth of twenty four, I want to have my first property, and that is my goal. Um, That is also why I've been working my butt off and trying to get to where I am. Um, It's because I want to reach that goal and start working on my uh, life outside of working for someone else. I want to start working for myself. Um, On top of that, probably just trying to stay happy, not let myself get down. Um, Trying to keep myself positive as much as I can. In every day, uh, I I know I'll have my days, but try to keep myself to a, okay, what's going on? We need to fix it kind of mindset. And then, yeah, hopefully as soon as I get that first property, I can just keep building from there and then uh, just move up and keep going. So then eventually, hopefully, Twenty four months from now, I'll have that at least that one property, if not two or three, and then just keep building onto it.
0: That's awesome. That's super cool. So you've mentioned a couple of times about being a photographer, and obviously you're looking towards your an aspiring investor. Um, as far as like as folks want to reach out to you and learn more, uh, I know you've you've got your own little portfolio for your photography. If people want to learn more about Sydney Joe Wilson, Sydney Wilson, where Where's the best place for people to learn more about you?
1: Um, probably on my Instagram. Uh, I have two of them. I have a photography page, which is Sydney Joe Photography, or even on my personal account, which is Sydney Joe16. Um, you can reach out to me on either one of those. If you want to check out my photography profile, it would probably be my photography account to look at some of the pictures I've done. Um, but then for anything else, yeah. Either one of them.
0: <laughs> Very good. Any last parting words as we depart on this? This has been a lot of fun. I knew you said right before we hit record, or when we hit record, you might be a little nervous, but you did great. I knew you would. It's it's, it's a lot of fun, right? Super mm-hmm. simple, just a conversation. So I really appreciate you coming on. Let me just say that you're just you're doing really really well, and I just appreciate everything that you've become, and I look forward to seeing everything that you continue to to become. And if there's any, anything, obviously, your mom and I can help you with then. Yeah, you're just doing great. I just appreciate you coming on and, and being a guest on the show. Anything else you want to leave anybody with?
1: Just try to stay happy. Don't let the world outside get you down. Everything's not really out to get you. That's what you've taught me since I was little. Everything's in your head. It's not out in the world. So just work on your mindset. Be positive and everything will be positive back.
0: Bike drop on that, folks. <laughs> We're going to leave it right there. So, folks, hopefully you found value in this message. Uh, as I mentioned, this is our youngest, Sydney Joe, Sydney Wilson. She's a, a fantastic young lady. She's really starting to become a really uh, interesting, fun, beautiful, just an awesome young lady that her mom and I are very proud of uh, to be her parents. And we look forward to seeing how she continues to blossom as she continues to go out there in the world and just, uh, you know, take butt or kick butt and take names. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. So go out there. If you enjoyed this message and this episode, feel free to uh, share it with your friends and family. We'd really appreciate that. Here at the podcast, I'm trying to share it and get it as far and wide as I possibly can. So if you found value in this message, please feel free to share it. And if you uh, feel like it was of value, if you want to go into the podcast platform of, of your choice and leave us a review, that would greatly appreciate that as well. So go out there if you're in the in the upper part of the United States. as Like I said, if you're listening to this in real time and you're suffering from the bitter cold, I completely apologize and I sympathize and all of those things because, yeah, I I hate it just as much as you do. But at the same time, be safe out there, folks. Have a fantastic day and I look forward to coming back with the next episode to you very soon. Until then, bye now.